Hello and welcome to the Cybersecurity Insider. My name is Igal Behar, your host. And today we have a few items uh, to talk about. This is episode number 32. <clears throat> and we're going to start with the um, QNAP, SSL, uh, open SSL vulnerability. Um, and with that, so this is related to a vulnerability that was published uh, actually this month and was patched by the um by open ssl which is a open framework meaning it's not controlled by any company it's people who devoted their time uh to create uh this uh, framework to allow ssl vpn connection and apparently many devices are using this um open ssl vpn <clears throat> one of them is qnap um i know um, some other devices like uh, Synology or, you know, any 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 software these days, any appliances, security appliances uh, are using OpenSSL. And so QNAP were able to patch it. Um, oh, I'm sorry, QNAP has not yet uh, released a fix. I'm confusing. There is another, another vulnerability re related to QNAP. <clears throat> so OpenSSL fixed that vulnerability. There is another vulnerability with that OpenSSL that exists with uh, with uh, Palo Alto. And I'm reading now from another feed, another security feed. Um, according to multiple sources, an OpenSSL vulnerability in some Palo Alto appliances could be exploited to trigger denial of service condition. This vulnerability has been patched in OpenSSL, but not uh, all Palo Alto appliances. Um, so if you're using OpenSSL, you should know, because if you did some, some, um, a, took inventory of your systems, you should make sure that you patch the OpenSSL VPN by downloading those patches. And if you're using a third party like uh, Palo Alto, but they didn't release any updates or QNAP, make sure to install those patches as soon as you can. <clears throat> um, and then let's go to another vulnerability that related to QNAP, but this is more related to um, uh, Linux. And my mouse, I'm losing it. Okay, so this is related to uh, Linux uh, vulnerability. Any Linux that is out there is vulnerable to this uh, uh, dirty pipe. And I'm looking for that. Oh, here it is. Um, so here it says, the dirty pipe Linux vulnerability affects QNAP network attached storage devices running QTS 5 and QTS hero H5.0.x. The flaw does not affect QNAP NAS devices running QTS4. So it's a .x, which is a good, good thing for those guys. <clears throat> there are currently no mitigations for this issue. Um, and QNAP will able to release the fix for that. Uh, so go and install the patch on QNAP, okay? If you're using Linux, 
make sure again that you update those devices. Uh, and something interesting with uh, Okta Bridge and Lapis's group. Um, so the, here's the thing. So this is related to, um, should say another 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 company, IT company. We're gonna touch it soon. <clears throat> and I got mixed with mixed up with all my order here. Okay, so apparently uh, what happened with the Lapis Group and Okta, so this is, has, has more than just what we can see. Apparently this group, the Lapis Group, actually uh, attacked Microsoft, attacked other companies, and that's why actually Microsoft went on this breach because they affected them as well, not only Okta, if you remember. I spoke about this on uh, my episode 31 uh, last week. And so they use now to go and get information from this company called uh, Globanet, is a victim for Lapis Cyber Extortion Group. So they were able to release about 70 gig of, uh, of stolen data that belong to different companies. Uh, high-tech companies that apparently everybody's using them most of the big guys are using them so all the source code imagine now that this will explode even more because once this information is out all the source code including certificates now will go out there and god knows what's gonna be the implication of this kind of breach because now they're gonna use those hackers we're gonna use the code that they found there in order to launch more attacks, sophisticated attacks will be very difficult to uh, find and mitigate, detect. I'm not talking about protection or patches. This is go beyond that point. <coughs> so be on the lookout. Make sure you audit. Make sure you know what's going on with um, uh, with your uh, authentication. And I'll give you today an example today. We are busy with some sort of migration, and I got to my phone, my iPhone. Shame on me. I said it last time. <clears throat> so one of my tech guys was signing to customer, and I have my uh, the account enabled with the MFA. Now, he didn't tell me that he's trying to authenticate. It, it, this is a real story from today. And this is related to the Okta breach. And what I said back then, that they, this attack that what we're trying to, so they got the username and the password. Now you enable the MFA and every time that you try to authenticate, what will happen, it will give you a notification on the phone. It's gonna beep and say, okay, you need to authenticate. So what you need to do, you need to go to the uh, MFA app and approve that access. So I did that. But I knew that he does something. A minute later, and this is more than enough, and I'm a security guy, before approving that, I was supposed to say, hey, are you trying to authenticate with the admin account? So can it happen to anybody? And he said, yes, I did that. So it was, was enough. But, and, and then I said, okay, somebody authenticate to the admin account. I need to do something about, verify that he did it 
apparently you did it. You didn't tell me that he's going to do, but he did it. Uh, but this is to give you the example. Uh, so you approve something like that. You need to be aware, 100% aware. And if you did that, you need to verify. So not just approve because it's okay. Verify and then approve it. This is like a lesson lesson for life for everybody. But, you know, one experience, experience can, can do a lot of damage. Okay. And the last topic that I would like to touch uh, on is about... Uh, Internet Explorer 11 is about to retire in June. So it says here, Microsoft is reminding users that it will be retiring Internet Explorer 11 in June. Microsoft will replace the browser with Edge, legacy IE-based websites and application will be supported with the Edge IE mode feature. To be honest with you, that mode doesn't, doesn't do anything. It doesn't work at all. Uh, we have customers that they still are using uh, Internet Explorer 11 because they're uh, like Macy's, for instance. Their website, sending website for supplies, doesn't honor any kind of uh, web browser, modern web browser like uh, Edge or Chrome or Firefox. And it's only compatible guess what, with Internet Explorer 11. So now, when they are trying to access this site, they can access it. It says it's not compatible. You need to use Internet Explorer 11. But with this now, no updates. It's not going to be there. What are they going to do? They need to switch over. So this is just for, for your knowledge. Um, maybe you're still using those legacy systems and you need access just for you to know that this is coming this June. So prep for it. Okay, so this is the, we come to our end for this uh, session today, this podcast, um, number 32. Thank you for watching. Again, if you have questions, I'm running here. The, my email address is podcast at thecybersecuryinsider.com. Send me any questions, questions, whatever you have. It's always welcome. And of course, share, like, and subscribe uh, this channel with your friends, with yourself, with everybody. Thank you for watching. Uh, safe browsing, safe internet. Don't approve uh, MFA requests without verifying who it is and what's going on. Otherwise, it's going to cost you arm and a leg, maybe more. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you.